0: welcome to Boat why Those review show we do review shows now welcome to our youtube channel or if you're listening to this on audio thank you for subscribing or at least stumbling upon us on spotify i'm kate um i'm editor-in-chief of Boat why though as well as the co-founder and the head of the tv film stuff and here with sinia
1: hi i'm sinia i like to write and read a lot and i'm here <laughs> to talk about exciting things.
0: Cynia <laughs> <laughs> is one of our contributing writers over here, But Why Though? And they are covering Heartstopper for us. I just so happened to watch it and uh, fall in love. So we're here, gonna, we're going to talk about it today. Um, and the first piece of this is, why did you want to watch Heartstopper?
1: Okay, so um, <laughs> this is, uh, okay, Alice Osman, their writing is like, ah, uh, something so dear and dear to my heart and so I actually I came upon Alice Osmond's writing because one of my best friends is um ace and we were looking for books for them to read that was like written by like an ace author and I didn't actually know a lot of like authors off the top of my head so I went on google and I found um like radio silence and loveless I believe it was called by Alice and then like those are books and then apparently they wrote like Heartstopper and I was like oh okay I don't know what that is I'll read that and then I read I read like all three graphic novels because I think it's only published up to three or four and then it's on the webtoons and I read it and immediately fell in love with like everything about it like it's just it's just so good it's a personal favorite so when I heard they were getting an adaptation from Netflix I was just stoked I was like oh my god my faves are going to be on screen like how is it going to be like I hope it's like everything I want and uh we could talk more about that when we get into it <laughs>
0: um and for me uh one of my good friends uh he has been telling me about how much he loves Heartstopper and how much he like I should read Heartstopper and I love Tapas which is where um the web comic is on I don't know if it's on like web like quote unquote webtoon like the actual like it's weird because like webtoons are a thing, but then webtoon is a platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know it's on tapas and I it's in my to read, but it's been in my to read pile for a long time. Because I'm gonna be honest, I haven't wanted to watch Wholesome stuff. I'm like, no, I'm like in a deep smut period. I need to only read that. Mm-hmm. So it's been just kind of hovering there. And then I, um, I saw the production stills and I saw that it was coming out in live action. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I'm into this. Give me wholesome, give me, give me a wholesome show. Um, and I just went into it pretty blind, but pretty excited because my friend was very, he's been waiting for this. And so I was like, okay, 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 I'll sit down and watch. And then I watched episode one and I was like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. I need to binge the rest. Um, so yeah, uh, if you are not familiar with Heartstopper, um, this is the synopsis from Netflix itself boy meets boy, boy becomes friends, boys fall in love. When gentle Charlie and rugby-loving Nick meet at secondary school, they quickly discover that their unlikely friendship is blossoming into an unexpected romance. Charlie, Nick, and their circle of friends must navigate the ever-relatable journey of self-discovery and acceptance, supporting each other as they learn to find their most authentic selves. Um, yeah, so I'll let you take it away for your kind of first impressions of watching the series and kind of how that synopsis fits into what happens in the rest of it
1: okay well I mean it's a great synopsis because that's it's it's uh on, on the surface Heartstopper seems like a very simple like story of like oh two boys falling in love but because it's like queer there's like so many different aspects from like friendships to self-discovery to identity to like being comfortable with your parents being comfortable with your friends like uh, existing within peer groups and like socialization Um, that is just I feel like watching the show like I, I think the graphic novel Alice already took a lot of care with how they wrote everything but seeing Netflix adapt it and put so much depth and like warmth to these characters and their lives and their friends and their environments was really like stunning to see. Cause um, Alice's art is very like cutesy. It's very warm. It's very bubbly, but it's not like super detailed. And I think like the, that's how like the cutesy kind of like seeps from the page where you, you read it and you're like, Oh, this is just adorable. It's just so good. And even though there are a lot of heavy topics, it always feels safe. And I think Netflix and your lens and Alice with all of and like everyone on set I think they just did a great job making it feel safe for viewers too I don't know if that's like a vibe you got from it
0: no I think that's a really big vibe I think that like one of the things that I always worry about when um web comics comics anything that has the ability to showcase internal internal tension or like any sort of internal monologue or internal feelings in a visual way, I always get worried about how that's going to translate to those quiet moments. And the way that the series uses animation to get that warmth and that safety that you see as the characters start to um, realize that they have feelings for each other, or even like those awkward moments where it's like, oh gosh, we brushed hands. There's electricity coming from it. Do I want it to like... Those little things I think it kind of lets you settle into the space where it's comfortable because you don't feel like you're just watching the characters you feel like you're feeling what they're feeling too, and doing it in a visual way that I think is really beautiful and really loving. Um, and I think you're exactly right. I think that there is safety in the way that it approaches really serious topics and topics that are, topics that are sometimes hard to approach, or at least to do so in a way that is accessible to all audiences, right? Because like we're grown women, we're we're not teens anymore. So like some of our hardships makes it easier for us to digest some of the really tough stuff and see that like very overt. And Heartstopper, I think, does a great way of not hiding it. Like there's serious bullying. There's a lot of um trying to like going to Google to find out, like, oh gosh, am I actually bi? Am I like what is happening Yay. here? I'm exactly. not straight, I yeah. <laughs> I <I'll, I'll> remember <laughs> those days. And it it kind of it does it in a relatable way. It does it in a way that like somebody who is a teen, somebody who is a young adult, or even somebody who's an adult just trying to like figure out stuff and may not have dealt with that part of themselves yet. I think it it does it in a way that is just, you said it like warm and accessible and safe for you to see it. And I think that that is also because outside of the antagonist of the series, like the bully, there's a strong friend group and safety net And I think that that is extremely important because I think a lot of the times when we do get these stories, it's usually one queer character doing this all alone and having to deal with pain consistently and having to experience it in a way that it, I mean, it handles the, the scary stigma that really exists and how some people can be alone in it, but there's I think what Heartstopper does is Heartstopper shows that there can also be a path of understanding. And Mm -hmm. if you have the right people around you, like, it doesn't matter. Like, they love you and they will help you.
1: Yeah. I love the removal of shame from from everything. That there's no, that, like, the internal... Drama and turmoil and angst of like self identity and discovery is is rooted in understanding with yeah. their like supportive friend group. Because like I think about Glee a lot. Because when I was at high school, that's yeah. that's like what I had. Like yeah, as as a, as a queer kid, that was it was Glee. I I really didn't have a lot of other things. I watched RuPaul's Drag Race sometimes if I like if it came on. I watched yeah. a lot of like movies from like John Waters and stuff like that, but it was really like in a teenage setting I felt like all I had was Glee and and with their characters there was a lot of bullying and and shame that was like in that show for as progressive as it was because like a lot of those kids weren't really friends until like later on so like when you like seeing Heartstopper it's such a like like 180 for me where I'm like wow I like never thought I'd be able to see a show like this yeah. now that I'm Oh, there's a it's supportive so, like, friend
0: group? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it
1: feels so like wild. It makes me literally so happy that it's like, oh, we've come such a far way in the way that we're like expressing these stories. I feel nothing but like yeah. happiness. It makes me really happy that people are going to like watch this and if they are an adult or a, or a kid or a teenager yeah. they're going to be able to talk about these like conversations in ways that are very productive and not like and not feel like i don't know like hopefully judged <laughs> yeah.
0: it kind of gives you the vocabulary to understand things i think one of the beautiful things that it does as well is juxtaposing charlie's relationship with the first boy quote unquote boyfriend yeah. I right? that he doesn't deserve that term but the first the first boyfriend um against charlie and nick because it's a similar circumstance in that they are not out their relationship is not out to everybody but the motivation and the intent behind it is very different and i actually think that what heartstopper does is it contextualizes those moments like hey there is a difference between not being out because you're ashamed and because you're just messing with somebody's feelings and a difference between hey I'm not out yet. I'm going to be open with you and talk to you about this process Mm -hmm. and we can get they're together. And I think that like, those are completely two different paths that I think is important for young viewers, right? Because when you're a kid, when you're a teen, you don't know what is normal. You don't know what is acceptable. And if you're consistently taught, oh, this is just how it is, you're going to accept people mistreating you. And what Mm -hmm. Heartstopper does is it says, no, that is mistreatment. Mm -hmm. This is what that should be like. Mm -hmm. This is healthy. This is communication. These are two people that care about each other. And I think that that was really beautiful. And I think specifically between Charlie and Nick, the, I don't want to call it tension, but the process of revealing their relationship is something that is really heartwarming. And it's all about consent and understanding each other because Charlie multiple times says, hey, I'm out. I know that you're not, and I don't want you to do this if you are just doing it to meet me where I am like Charlie is very focused on like you're going through your own path and I really care about you and I want to walk that path with you because Nick is showing that he does want to go forward he just doesn't know how versus like homeboy who is like I'm gonna have a girlfriend and this is just down low stuff and you're terrible like
1: (laughs) yeah awful awful and I think like Tao oh my god
0: Oh, Tao. I love him. him.
1: I love him so much. The beanie. Best best, best
0: token straight friend ever.
1: (laughs) Amazing. But I, I, you know, when Nick is starting to integrate himself into Charlie's friend group and, you know, like Tao is having this conversation about Nick being like, I feel so weird because I'm not out yet. I don't really know what my label is yet. I just know that I enjoy spending time but Charlie, Tao's like, oh well, I think Charlie just has a tendency to think that like he's a burden to other people, and I think yeah. the message from friend groups, from Charlie's parents, even his sister um, Nick's parents, they're all is like, you're not a burden for going through these things, exactly. and I that's just so beautiful. Like, there's nothing more like wonderful than just saying, exactly, like, it's like you shouldn't be ashamed of your feelings and your identity because like, we're here for you and we love you. And it doesn't matter how long it
0: takes. Like we've got you. Yeah. And it just, ah, it's just. So well, and I think that that's like the other thing too, is like all of the 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 friend group plays such an active role in creating a space for for there to be conversation. And also to like preemptively try to protect Charlie and each other. Like Tao right off the bat is like, why are you playing rugby? Have you seen you? Like, have you seen these boys? I want to protect yeah. you. And he doesn't have any idea of like, oh, well, he's he's doing it because stuff's progressing with Nick and mm-hmm. they really like each other. And the fact that Tao is like going the extra miles to be like, well, Charlie is not going to protect himself. I need to be there. And the conflict resolution is, oh, you guys should have just talked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there yeah. shouldn't have been assumptions, but like, it, it's still cute. And I don't know, just wonderful. Like, I, I think that that's, that's the importance of Heartstopper, right? is showing you what this looks like when it's healthy and Mm -hmm. showing you the types of relationships that you really should be looking for. Because I think that that's one of the hard things, especially when you're growing up. I know I did it is you find yourself in situations with friends, with with um, romances and you're just thankful to have them. And so you never really know what it's supposed to look like when it's done, like when mm-hmm. it's done in a caring way. It doesn't mean every friendship is bad. It just means that like, when you lack the experience to notice the red flags, you kind of need a show like Heartstopper to be like, oh no, this is actually what supportive mm-hmm. friends look like. Or, hey, this is the type of response you should experience. And I think that like, it's kind of... It gives like an accepting nature of like, hey, if you're feeling this way, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling this way, look to the people around you who can help take like you don't have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. And I I love it. I mean, and even if you extend it to some of the other characters, right? Because there are it isn't just one queer relationship, it's multiple.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and you even have like uh the gay art teacher who is just amazing and he's like, yeah. look you've been in here alone for the past three weeks Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to make you go socialize, but I am going to tell you (laughs) isolating isn't good. And it was like, I don't know, like, I, I feel like Heartstopper is joy in the way that it's also healing. Like you kind of see the adults and the friends that I I don't know you kind of wish you had had in moments where you were exploring and I think that that's something that is important for the next generation coming up Mm -hmm. to just see
1: oh my god yeah uh so I really love Tara and Darcy yes Um, (laughs) they have a wonderful dynamic and they kind of parallel Nick and Charlie in the way that they eventually talk about like their identities and coming out in their relationship and um the exchanges between Tara and Darcy were so so personal I remember having my first girlfriend in high school and people like calling me slurs and like waiting to like see us like kiss and hug like and like it was like really weird and very invasive and I felt very like unsafe but no one the, in the high school I went to like no one had like the I don't know like I guess like the strength to like tell me that that's not normal yeah. like that's, that's weird that it's like it's just because, like, my girlfriend, it was older than me by a year, like, she'd been out for a while, and I was my first girlfriend, people were like, wait, but, like, I thought you weren't, and, like, all of these things that circulate, yeah. I'm really glad that Heartstopper gives, like, a toolkit of vocabulary and, yeah. and a way to, like, emotionally decompress all of those stressful things and discuss it mm-hmm. and tell you, no, it's okay, because, like, everyone goes at their own pace like I didn't have that like I didn't get to see that growing up so to like the fact that like I'm 25 and I'm like and I'm hearing these like teenagers say these things and have these like friends and parents and adults in their life say like you're good like it's fine I'm like wow I didn't know I needed to hear that it
0: feels like it feels like
1: a hug you know what I mean yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, no 100 percent um and I think that that's the special thing that like stories like this do and I think that that's the thing that so I read a lot of BL, I read a lot of queer queer manga. And one of the things that like I hear people talk about it a lot is like, oh, well if you do these stories, people who aren't queer are going to watch them and they're going to fetishize. I was like, no, like it's about normalizing. It's about there are so many straight couples in all of these romances with all of these tropes. But there's like there there you have to normalize this normalize like just love like love regardless of gender love regardless of orientation and Mm -hmm. showcase that it is normal and healthy and this is how you can build healthy relationships with others and I think that that's like one of the really important things that like I'm seeing and obviously like there there have been quite a bit like I like queer as folk the L word, word like stuff like that that is focused on like our age demographic I'm 30 um like it's focused on the the older folks it's focused on that type of thing but there isn't a lot for teens like there isn't a lot for teens to go to and be like oh yeah there's this but there's like endless young adult straight romances
1: <laughs> oh, there's so much there's so much 15 year old meets l word shane kiss scenes like yeah. i was there <laughs> i i i lived that that was <laughs> my youth you know but I think it that was that's like so here. hard
0: yeah yeah and it was it's so beauty
1: here oh, oh no you go you go no, no, go ahead
0: <laughs> no no, no that that's it, yeah
1: <laughs> it was so hard to just like exist and figure out what am i yeah. what am i doing like what's going on? I'm so confused. And like Heartstopper takes that confusion and says it doesn't matter that you're confused because like you are going to grow into yourself. And I think growth is like another thing that's like really great in the show where like everyone's character arcs like from Elle who is a trans girl who like transfers to an all-girls school. Like I love, love, love that rep. I love how she's presented in her friend group and her like solidarity with like yeah else. it's just it feels like they care about queer youth and they want queer youth to be normalized
0: like you said yeah and I,
1: so cool it's so cool <laughs> and I
0: think that it's also important especially when we're at a time where like just not being straight is literally being outlawed in schools. <laughs> like there's so much happening and I I'm, I'm in Texas, you're in Florida, like I'm in Florida. There's so much that is telling kids that they can't just exist as who they are or that they're less than for existing as who they are. And I mean Heartstopper isn't going to change any laws, but it is going to make people feel like okay, this is act, like this is okay. Like it is literally okay to be who I am and it is okay to speak about it. And it is okay to be with people who protect me when that happens. And I think that that is something that has, this show is always going to be important. Mm -hmm. I just think it's even more important now because yeah, I, I can't imagine. I mean, like I've being queer when I was growing up in middle school or high school was like that. It was hard. It was a thing, like seeing people around me and a lot of my friend group and just like watching what people went through. And I think that that's changed, but now they're trying to take it back. And mm-hmm. I think, or like, and by take it back, I mean take it back in time and make it, you know, like you said, put the shame there, put the othering there. And I think that something like Heartstopper is really important because you're right, Glee had a lot of shame like a lot like nobody was just like oh I'm happy to exist and this is just who I am like there was a lot and I'm just I don't know
1: I feel like I'm repeating
0: myself but I'm just very moved that kids can watch this now and feel even the least bit like it's okay to be that way and talk and there was that scene with um when they're watching Pirates of the Caribbean Oh, and yeah. yeah, and Nick's mom is like, I know you are watching this because you loved Kira Knightley. And then he's watching it and he you see his face react to Kira Knightley, and then you see his face reflect to, or react to Orlando Bloom. And it's like that light bulb goes off and it's like, oh. That's why I loved this movie, and it was the most beautiful and relatable thing to see done because he visualized everybody's tweet. Like my bisexual awakening was mm-hmm. the Mummy, or was Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's really great. I also love like the integration of pop culture. That I I don't I don't remember the graphic novels it, me picking up so much on it, and I'm sure there is because there are like I remember like comic stills of like them listening to like music together and like I remember some film posters but like I love that like Ellen Tao like hang out and they like talk about like Donnie Darko and like yes. Close Encounters of the Third Kind and like in Nick's room um, he's got his like puppy and stuff like that because he's like an athletic boy but then in Charlie's room with his drums it's like the Strokes and Daft Punk's mm-hmm. and and it's just like whoa like I love that the normalization of like queer kids but also the 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 they're more than their identities they're fully fleshed people they are they're not just like token like gay or trans or lesbian characters they are them and this is their life and I think that's like what's so important is that it's like this is their friendships their loves their their awakenings and we get to see it presented and unfolded upon us as if, like, there are friends. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I think you're completely right. I my favorite line too was where Tao says something like having to watch uh the Avengers movies or something, and L <laughs> is like, "So that's your idea of a nightmare?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's when uh when Charlie's talking about inviting Nick with them, and he's like, "Oh, he's gonna make me watch superhero movies." Yeah. I yeah. was like, that is such a very specific disc that I think tells us so much about Tao. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good
1: and also I mean I was apart from like the warm and fuzzy feelings I think that the showcasing of like when things are toxic and bad and red flaggy are also presented with like a lot of care
0: yeah 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 no you're completely right
1: um my heart hurt like the first couple of episodes like for Charlie, so bad and I don't I don't really want to like discuss a lot of like how that plays out because I think when people watch it they're just gonna they're gonna be very moved like you know both you and I have been saying but um I don't think I've ever so clearly seen something be like this is when someone is using you and not because they're respecting you and respect and consent are two things like you like deserve from another person yeah. and i really love that it it takes the time to very clearly be like no full stop this person doesn't respect you
0: yeah yeah i completely agree um and like you said that's going to give kids the vocabulary to talk about situations to talk about relationships to talk about crushes and friends and that's amazing um so to wrap up i do want to say give give the people watching or listening Three reasons why you think they should watch Heartstopper.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. <laughs> There's so many reasons to sum
1: it up in three. Um, it's just a damn good show. <laughs> it's just good. And you'll watch it and you'll see it's good. Second reason um, the themes and messaging are incredibly important. Um, like Kate said, she lives in Texas. I live in Florida I am seeing firsthand what it's like to have like queer youth be stripped of like their rights because of their identities and orientations and it and if anything can like help normalize like queer people it's it's something like Heartstopper like you should watch it because like that's what it does and uh the necessity for the vocabulary for queer youth to be safe and protected and nurtured like that's that's also what the show is um so that'd be those are my three reasons you go (laughs)
0: um I would say the animation integration is phenomenal that's like number one like I have so cute (laughs) like web comics and webtoons and anything visual that you're reading gives you the ability to Gives you the ability to look into a person's head that film doesn't necessarily do without excessive narration. Heartstopper finds a beautiful balance of inputting like um cutesy animation or like darker animation like to kind of set the scene and bring you into who these characters are and into how they're feeling about their relationships with other people that I think is so expertly done that that just deserves a call out. Um, watch it no matter what age you are. That's like, you can watch it no matter what age you are. I think that people who are in our age bracket will get a lot from it as as much as teens will, whether it is just understanding how to relate to the youth around you. Um, oh God, I am the age where people have children. Um, <laughs> uh, or relate to them. Cause I think that there's a lot of, uh, it shows you healthy relationships. And if you are in a position where you're teaching children, if you're in a position where you have uh, youth that respond to you, or if you just want a nice heartfelt story of love and like discovering yourself, like if, if coming of age is your jam, this is your jam. <laughs> um, and then I would say the characters, like the characters as much as the romance. Every, like you said, sinya every single one of these characters is dynamic and complex and fully fleshed out to be more than just their identity and to be more than even even just their relationships um and I think that that is something that is really beautiful and hard to balance in a show about romance um yeah those are mine (laughs) (laughs) um so if you are listening to this you are watching this heartstopper hits netflix on april 22nd uh, we really think you should watch it we had a great time watching it uh Sydney, tell people where they can find you
1: um, i'm everywhere by my first name so it's at c-i-d-n-y-a-a connection a everywhere on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, you can find me. <laughs>
0: and then you can find me at Omai oh my on Twitter, where I'm most active. Or if you want to get in on the Weeby stuff, head over to my Instagram, which is also Omai oh Mithrandier. My and you can find all of our work at But Why Though PC on Instagram, Twitter, everywhere on social, and But Why Though Podcast.com, where you can read Sinya's full review of the series we're also going to link it in the show notes here um but yeah we hope you all love heartstopper if you do add us tell us about its awesomeness we definitely want to hear yes Mm -hmm. awesome well thank y'all for tuning in to our very first but why the reviews i don't even know what it's going to be called because this is our first time doing it but i'm going to run with but why the reviews (laughs) sounds like a good one yeah (laughs) bye bye